Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 65, Angel. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number 13 from Chris Pearson. And building off our discussion from Episode 61, Lawrence Welk, we continue to reflect on the influence of 1970s television. The message is about 20 seconds long and comes from either the fall of 1988 or the winter of 1989. Here we go. Western team world because an angel. Hey man, I was hoping I could catch you to remind you to bring those tapes, but I missed you. Um, you are an angel. In the very beginning of the message, is, is there something angel? Can you hear what those words are there? Angel. Something angel. Yeah. Right? There's the word angel. It's a little bit of a puzzle. I mean, it you know, makes sense with the tapes. You know, maybe we were trying to edit a compilation. You know, I know I would play around with these different little boxes I had. That's why I was thinking about Maxwell Street. And I think at one point I was collecting little noise-making machines, and that's why I went down there. I don't know where the line angel is coming from, you know, it's... Often I'd have the TV on in the background, and i just kind of parrot something on TV. Uh, lots of Brady Bunch and lots of Partridge Family. One message you sent me, I love you and I love that shirt. I had thought that that was based on a Brady Bunch line, you know, it, may, it makes sense. You can see uh, Mike's leaving for work and Carol's like, honey, I love you and I love that shirt. But I realized that when I heard your message played back, it sounds like uh, I heard the Partridge family. So it's the same sort of, uh, Keith, I love you, and I love that shirt. Um, and that would often lead me to these sort of weird, you know, these surrealistic places. Um, and that angel thing there is probably just because of something that's playing in the background. Yeah, no, 70s TV was just so great for those types of lyrics. Because I was actually thinking, I wrote a song about Charlie's Angels, quoting like directly from the TV show. I mean, both of us were totally into Brady Bunch and Partridge Family and all that stuff. For me, I was laughing, you know, I was both laughing at it and laughing with it. I think for me it was, I think I was just, I was watching it the same way I would eat cheeseburgers. And I did it all the time and I didn't think too much about it. I watched so many, just growing up, you know, our generation and all the fantasy islands and the uh, love boat, you know, I mean, and also that's all that was on. Well, but like the Brady Bunch later, they started doing like these ironic takes on it. Oh yeah, you know? there was a um, off-Broadway thing where they would do episodes of the Brady Bunch there. Actually, it's funny, I had this girl, when I first moved to New York in 1990, I made this girlfriend right away and she had all of this David Cassidy stuff. And she really kind of liked him, but, you know, she was really cool and alternative. She's a huge loft in Brooklyn. You know, I thought her take on it was that she was sort of laughing at it and it was kitschy and all that. So as a surprise to her, I bought tickets for the Brady Bunch show. It was this off-Broadway thing. And she got so mad. We didn't go. She got so mad at me. She did not appreciate the making fun of it. And this was a very cool girl with a big loft in the south side of Williamsburg when it was really rough. But you don't fuck with the, uh, her partridges or, or the Bradys. Don't Fuck With The Brady Bunch could be another parody spinoff 
where the Brady family becomes a crime-fighting team a la Charlie's Angels. In episode 61, I mentioned the Brady Bunch movie from 1995, but I forgot about the theater production Chris mentions. Created by Jill and Faith Soloway, it was called The Real Live Brady Bunch, and it actually began at Chicago's Annoyance Theater in 1991. It moved on to have successful runs in New York and other cities. I wish I could remember the lyrics to that Charlie's Angels song I wrote. I think they came from an episode in season five, which was also the last season. Of course, it continued to run in syndication throughout the 1980s, which is when I began watching it with a new appreciation. I would love to see a stage reading of episodes from Charlie's Angels. Minus the overblown action sequences, the dialogue was strangely poetic. All right, that's it for this week. So many thanks go to Chris for his inspiration. If you are inspired to participate in this podcast or have comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.